Yo, the Husbands Club, we are back. Uh, happy Mother's Day, man. Get this out there. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, shout out to all the, you know, the IHOPs, the Olive Gardens, the Red Lobsters. You know, all them going to be sold out. Right, right. <laughs> them two-hour waits, man. Shout man. out, shout out uh, you know, happy Mother's Day, man, to all the mothers out there. Uh, Spence, Grease. Yes, sir. S.O.? Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, other than Easter, man, I don't know another holiday that's more. Where everybody go out and eat. Revered. Yeah. yeah. It's odd, because fathers, they don't even be like that. They want us to cook. Man, you know what? Barbecue. I ain't going <laughs> to say nothing, huh? We ain't going on that path. I know I'm cooking for the wife tonight, so it's all, it's all good. Hey, man. man, shit. Hey, man, this is the perfect day uh, for uh, fellas, man, if you're... Uh... Did y'all give out the gifts already? Uh, Not yet? Tonight, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was just asking, do you do it in the morning or do you give them the gifts like later on after you rent to the store and got something last minute? Hey, fellas, man, shout out to, uh, you know, if your wife, you know, she's addicted to social media, man, just tell her to get all her energy back. Please. From social media. Bruh. Sit back. Sit, sit out. Sit this one out. You feel me? Mm. You feel me? This is your excuse right here. That's some toxic shit right there, man. Hey. Um, yeah. Uh, what y'all want to do, man? I know that's all last night. This is it. Man. It was like, hey, I'm sitting here dressed. Yeah, talk about it. Man, I talk about this, man. You know, you know, one of our partners, man, he was doing like a mega high school reunion, man, for like the last 15 years or 10 years or whatnot. Mm. So uh, shout out to y'all Cheyenne High School alumni. I ain't shout out, Cheyenne, man. 2006, to, you feel me? Yeah, I wanted to crash it. So I'm like, I'm going through. So wifey was like, well, I want to go too. I'm like, all right, go ahead. Let's go. So I'm getting dressed. She's still in the bed. I take a shower. I'm my clothes. Iron. Niggas don't even iron no more. That's what's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So I ironed a little bit, you know, just knock out the wrinkles, creases. Look at, no, nah, I ain't doing no creases. Now I don't crease pants no more. I just stopped doing that. That's when I realized I was old. Like, man, I'm putting creases in pants. I'm looking around. Don't nobody got creases in their pants. But uh, nah, so I'm, I'm dressed. Yeah. She's still in the bed. I'm mm. like, man, come on. I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to wear. Angle go. I'm like, man, why does this always happen? So I'm like, man, this must be a common thing when the man get dressed before the woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See? Hey, you you hey. know you know what, man? I uh <laughs> I feel both sides. I feel both sides. I know uh, when I'm dressed, uh-huh, it doesn't take me long to get dressed. That, you it don't take shower, you wash your ass, right? You put your clothes on. Wifey, it takes her forever for no reason, I feel like. Right? Mm. <laughs> and we always late. I hate that. I don't want to be the late one. Can't stand it. Right. Right? But you know, you learn to adjust through marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Now, is it an hey, adjustment or you just deal with it? Now it it, it just like it depends. I'm mm -hmm. that person that be the one that be just just chilling. Oh! <laughs> ah, you the late one. Yeah, I just be chilling. Wife be up, going, moving around. I'm I'm last minute just sitting there chilling, watching TV. Like, mm. Go ahead and get dressed right quick, man. Uh, because I just feel like it don't take that long. Yeah, you know, for, don't. For, for us to get dressed. I be already in my mind putting something together. Yeah. But yeah, man. They be going through a process. They gotta do the makeup. They gotta make sure their hair a certain way. Then they might have an outfit. They don't like that outfit. Then they want to switch up, put something else. They gotta start second guessing themselves. Yeah. I'm like, man, just put something on and go. Like you had the same time I had. A day ahead, day in advance notice. Don't let that makeup not be right. Oh That's my gosh. Hour. Then they be in the car, you driving and they in there trying to put the makeup on. Y'all be wanting to hit the brake real hard yeah, to make it. Nah, okay. bro, you gotta you gotta you gotta drive uh, tenderly, man. Right. They, you know they got that thing by the yeah. Yeah, I be wanting to jam one time. Gotta drive in silence and shit so they can concentrate, man. man. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel shit. I got both sides, man. Like I said, I'll be sitting there, man. I'll be like, I know we're gonna be late. Mm-hmm. And 
then on the other side, I'll be doing it. I'll be in bed still. Like <laughs> because there is a <laughs> because it be exciting until the time comes. Yeah. It sound it sounds good in theory, but then once you start putting it in motion, you're like, man, it's taking too long. So as a as a as a partner, do y'all know yeah. uh when your 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 partner isn't feeling it? Yeah. Yeah, I do, because he'll get the, I don't know what to wear, or this so short notice, or she hit me with the, you ain't even invite me to go. You just said you was going. I'm like, what? <laughs> what you mean by that? I said, I'm going here. That's an invitation for you to yeah. come. So, so, and that was going to be my question. Yeah. Like, with, with the invitations, like, is it, do we have to, as husbands, go to everything that the wife invites us to? No. Or vice versa? Because it, it it seemed like I'm just asking the question. I just want to put it on the table because it seemed like he just like he yeah. just said right now. Yeah. You just said right now. This looks like it's gonna be live. I wanna go. I'm gonna crash the party. Talk to him. I mean, come through. All schools welcome, whatever. I tell her, all right, I think I'm going to Cheyenne Reunion. Hmm. I wanna go too. <laughs> I didn't even invite you, but you can come. Yeah. I don't care either way. But if you dare, you dare. But then when it comes time to going, you making me late. Then yeah. you don't even go. See so why she, she didn't go last night? No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> See, wives can wives can 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 switch it around, right? And they can be like, oh, this is all women's all women's event. Yeah. What, what I mean, we can't what can you do now? Us is like, I know they wives gonna be there. I know they wives gonna be there. I know it's gonna, it's gonna be you know what I mean? Oh. So I don't know, I feel like it's a uh, more so like an obligation. Man, fuck that. Nah. Have you ever go somewhere and you and your wife be the only one there with the wives and everybody else, like didn't bring their wives, so now your wife just there like by herself? Yes, and it is so uncomfortable. <laughs> Hella awkward. It is so uncomfortable. Hella awkward. And then wife be like, I should. I'm not coming back again. Yup. Cool. And then I has to be right back with me. <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward because you can see it, man. You can't, you know, women can't hide it. Now flip it. Have you been the only guy when she with her girlfriend? But that's weird too, a little bit. Thank God for smart. Once. Uh huh. And uh, I hated it. Why? Too gossipy. Uh. Yeah. 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 Too gossipy, and then just shallow compliments just flying everywhere. Oh God! That's, oh, oh my God! I can't oh. fucking stand it. I hate that. Oh, oh you look good, bitch. Oh, bitch, you look good too. Look at you, girl. Oh God! Yeah. Stop it. And what will be so funny? We do the same thing. Hey, look at you play. <laughs> if I had your hand, I cut. I, I cut mine off. Hey, okay. you knowing damn well. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, I don't want your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I, I don't know. if She's ever prevented me from. Has she ever prevented me from going anywhere though? I don't think she's ever prevented me from going anywhere, but I have got the feeling where like she just be like, I'm not. And that's the bad signal for me because <laughs> she don't feel like going. I don't. I ain't I ain't going. Going. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I'll be, I'll really be tripping. It ain't nowhere that I'm like really, really want to go without her. Yeah. Yeah. You already told us you got, you know. Oh God. <laughs> that's my partner, man. Hey, you can't go nowhere. She, you're attached, man. So we get it. Now, I mean, I'm me and my wife. We're we're so far like in our relationship. We started dating back in '97, so we're at that point now where it's just 
keeping it a book. Like, yeah. hey, I'm not mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Oh, you're going over there? Mm-hmm. Have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that type of stuff. Because you, you, you already know. But yeah. I've been uh I've been in places with uh my wife and her friends and it was just me. But I grew up in a house with all girls too. So I, like I'm used to just yeah, just being around it like that. So but like you you know, it'd be like that sometimes though. I know, you know, depending on who like when my, my wife on the phone and she gets to talking. We talk to <laughs> <laughs> do you uh do y'all do you separate her friends like do you know who and who not to uh nah well yeah i do but i ain't supposed to admit no. that <laughs> <laughs> i know but i don't supposed to admit that but i know <laughs> yeah. they all cool yeah, you, yeah i'm gonna sit yeah. this one out i'm gonna sit this one out sit this. no comment <laughs> No comment. Hey, what? Hey, what? But what's so cold about it though? When you, by by you asking, by you asking that though, right? When we was thinking about topics for the day, uh-huh. I was gonna say, man, homeboys in your marriage, man, because I know my homeboys will. Hey, man, my wife be cussing me out about <laughs> behind my homeboys, bro. Does oh, she? Oh yeah, I know which ones too. Yeah, I can. Mm, I yeah. can imagine which one. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I got two homeboys. They not relationships, but they hoe bags. Mm. So if I go out with them, she get them. Mm. Oh, she mm. get them. Mm. Mm. That's that old black church lady right there. Mm. Y'all, y'all huh, out there hoeing, huh? Mm. I got to hit her with the, man, I ain't doing nothing. I'm good. That's It's funny to me because I like people watching just to watch the dynamics, how everything just fold or break yeah. down. Yeah. So I get a kick out of that, but she she say a little snarkastic comment and- hey. Shout out to like like I said, man. Hey, I'm out. Hey, shout out to Gifted, my brother Gifted, man. My, my wife be over there like, nah, that R and B. Hey, hey, oh. hey. I don't know. I don't really got no single friends like that no more. Ain't that crazy how they just suddenly just dwindle down as you get older and get married? You start yeah. hanging around like more married couples. It happens automatically because I was like, man, I ain't getting rid of my single friends, but slowly but surely, I don't hang out with them as much. But my thing is, I got a lot of female friends too that are single. But she knows them, so I go mm. out with them just to kind of like even it out, so to speak. But yeah. I have fun with them, so she trusts them. Ain't nothing going down. So just watching them and watch dudes try to talk to them—that's funny, because I hear their point of view. Like it's, it's crazy. They uh, they don't treat you differently. Who my female friends? Yeah. No. Nah, they. I've been knowing them for a minute, for some years. I always thought that was like. Crazy, crazy unique with uh, yeah, with bro, right here because he really had like really guys friends like that, yeah, like, like straight platonic, like, like ain't straight, nobody shot they shot, nothing like that, yeah, straight, like, yeah, no, like they start treating you differently since I've been because married because you're married, yeah, it's kind of like if they do, uh, I don't notice it. And some kind of said that, like, they kind of like don't hang, we don't hang out as much as we yeah. used to, but it's understandable, like, ain't no hard feelings that, like, you know, I try to back off a little bit because I'm still out partying and doing whatever, and I know that you're married, I'll be respectful for your marriage. Yeah, oh, that's so, solid. Yeah, so, they want 100. I mean, uh, how much time are y'all supposed to spend as friends? That, <laughs> between working and working and just being a bum, man, this is hard work. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just, I'm keeping it all the way up. But you right, though. I'm keeping it a buck, man, because I don't be... I'll be pressing the line about hanging out with you, bro, like that, man. Like, man, some people need that camaraderie. They want to just, they need somebody to vent to or just hang nah, out type man, shit. That, that's dangerous, bro. Stay out of that lane, No, nah, I stay out stay of that lane, good. man. Yeah. Stay out of that lane. That, that's dangerous, bro. That giving that advice to, 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 to a female friend. Oh, come on. Man. I don't give them, I mean, they, nah, they got to ask. I don't voluntarily nah, just man. give them nothing, but y'all nah, got it. 
I, I, I stay away. All right. <laughs> Why would you suggest? Stay away, man. Stay away. Oh shit. I mean, when you giving advice um to somebody in a in a relationship aspect and they're going through something and they're coming to you, you're starting mm. to give them you start to open up about what you would do. So now they're starting to view you in a different aspect. Because mm. I, I I you starting to cause that's game. When she come to you with a problem and you provide a solution that that other man can't give to her. Mm. So you start. Now, you, so now you start talking shit. about, oh, I can't pay my bills, and, yeah. and now you come up with a whole plan for how to help her X, Y, and Z. Pimping? No, nah, I'm talking about oh. just like money management. Yeah. You know, like how to. Oh, maybe you should do this and do X, Y, and Z because there's certain tricks with with money, not like that, yeah. but you, that you can do yeah. to get ahead and type of things. But yeah. when you giving advice, oh, he's like, oh, maybe he should take, uh, oh, you know, like take you out on dates yeah. over here. To, like you giving, you giving value. Yeah. You think a uh, you think a woman could fall for someone like that, man? Mm. By giving them valuable life lessons. Depends on if their daddy raised. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. I mean, that's kind of I stay away from that. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, that's different. Someone falling for you not because of. The uh, the physical attachment, but because the wisdom that you give them, yeah, the man that you are, mm-hmm. that that yeah. is kind of yeah. Uh, I see that happening. Yeah, I'm kind. I might be with Greece. I might hey, be Greece here, man. But I, that, but, ooh, I mean, it, but it yeah. takes two though. So like, it, man. the man no, got not the, always. No, it don't, bro. <laughs> no, it don't, bro. <laughs> you might wake up one morning. You got to what <laughs> attachments? Two attachments. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You get the two attachments, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. whoa, whoa. What are we doing here? But I, I get it, though. But that's why, I, I mean, like I said, I'm scared of the, when you start stepping into that role. I feel like if anybody comes to you for advice anyways, they value your how you feel and your opinion on things anyway. So that already, so depending on you. your situation. That's dope. So let me ask you this question. Then. Are you comfortable? Are you comfortable with your wife going out? On a, you know, just whatever, we won't say a date or whatever mm-hmm. it is with, with a male friend. If they had a male friend. That I know about? Yeah. 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 Oh, we going on a date. <laughs> <laughs> she got two male friends she's been knowing since childhood, the brother, sister stuff. And, you know, I kind of looked at it, but I, to my knowledge, ain't nothing went down. I don't trip off of that. They ain't even tight. And I don't know, that just, I'm old and I don't care no more, or I just ain't got that. Sense of doubt or nothing, yeah. but I ain't never really. Cause whatever she do, I could do. I stand by. I showed her to lean on, becomes dick at night, and <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I get it. Look, I'm not. I'm not. It. You know, you can't. I can't stop my wife from ever. Uh, Cheating, if that's what she decides to do, you feel like you can. But slow I don't want to push her through the door either. Like, yeah, right. But I just leave it as free will. Yeah, is that an end all be all for you? What cheating? Yeah, yeah. That's that defined the beginning of the relationship. Like, yo, it's whatever, whatever. But once it's cheating involved, and she said I'm too hard because she was like, if you cheated, I might would think about it depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like me, I'm like nope. We're done. What's defined as cheating? Sex. 
confiding in another person. So and so, is it the sex that hurts, or is it the part that hurts? The like combination of the, both. Spending the time. I think. Like talking, getting to know that person. I think it's the combination of both, especially combination of both. With setting sex is like, all right, you didn't cross the line. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So it's kind of like. I think, and it. then I think what people do too when they look at them, uh, those scenarios, like because I, I, you look at how how long it took you or whatever to get with your wife and mm. to, to actually go through the process and spend that time to get mm. to know because you know what it took to get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you just know that she spent that time with somebody else and you're just like, damn. like, But with, I don't know, man. Like it's it's uh, People going to talk. There's only two people in the world, men and women. Yeah. So you're going yeah. to have some friends one way or the other. But yeah. how far that friendship goes, you have to determine that and put the, the stop on that or put a limit on that. I see it both ways, though. Because okay. I, I see it to where like, you, I, I want to be able to let my wife have her friends, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. And I, like I said, I don't be in her phone, none of that stuff. I don't police yeah, her conversations. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't do none of that stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but she's pretty, you know, like my wife is very respectful, like to the point where she won't, she like she ain't finna go hang out with no male dudes like that because been around it so long, it ain't. Yeah, you yeah. know, it is it, it, over it, time it, that goes away too. Yeah, so. you know, because and then at the end of the day, like you said, we going on a date. Mm-hmm. And ain't no, you know, you going out with this, this, this dude or that, like that's kind of weird, you know, for me. And that's just that's just how, like I said, my situation yeah, is because yeah. we've been together for a while. Ain't like, yeah, who does no new friends, man? What's going on? Right. And then, like I said, those two male friends was way before me went yeah. to school together, all that. So she might she do she'll nail text, so she might do their nails. Hey man, what you want? Let's go grab something to eat. They go grab something to eat. Come back, whatever. Yeah, I ain't tripping off of that, but like it ain't no. Nigga, we finna get dressed up and go to the club type I'm shit. I'm for the question. <laughs> All right. Look. All right. Hey, he said, show, show her the lead on. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> because part of that could be an insecurity, too. That could be flipped out as an insecurity, too. I had a past relationship where that kind of happened. Like, I had a, a, I was really, I was the wrong. I was talking to a whole other chick. Yeah. And I got caught up because she wound up getting, my girlfriend started getting a job the same store that the chick I was talking to worked at. So it came back out. But then she cheated on me mm. in retaliation. So when she cheated on me, like had sex with a dude, I'm like, you know, I got to take that on the chin. Normally I'd be like, man, we done, but I was misleading. So I took it on the chin and just tried to make it work type thing. But then it brought up an insecurity. Every time I did something, where you going? Who you going with? Who you talking yeah. to? And it was like, yeah, because you did dirt. So now you think that I'm about to get you on the get backs and do dirt myself. Yeah. And that wasn't the case, but just being under that umbrella, yeah, I don't even want to do that. Boxes open, yeah, already. yeah, that's tough, man. And it was worse because she did it with a white dude, man. Oh, man, no. man, look, that's what I think man. that made it worse. Was it like the cat dude that we shimmy and shit? Nah, it was like an older cat, man. <laughs> oh, it was like an older white dude. Man. Yeah. I ain't never seen the dude, but I was like, really? It's cold. Mm. Yeah. Uh beforehand, man. There was a rap. Yeah. Now, it might still be a rap, but I think about it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you take when you take so much time and effort to build something, mm-hmm. and I could understand, like, if it was reoccurring, like, it's just, just That's it kept yeah. happening. Yeah. But. A one and done. Out of town, out of bounds type of thing. Yeah, I I would I probably would think about it. Mm-hmm. 
But the the way I would probably react to it would probably end up ruining it anyways. Yeah. Because now you're questioning everything. That's and if I, I can't want. trust you, yep. I'm questioning everything. And then not even necessarily being insecure about it. I just don't. If I don't trust you at all, I'm questioning mm-hmm. it all. You know what I mean? Um, but that's tough, man. That's tough. That's the worst spot to be in, I think, because everything you do is going to be doubt. Well, you say you're going here, but you really probably going on to your, your chick house yeah. or whatever. I know a few relationships like that, and I'm just like, they ain't going to never trust each other. So what do you think the uh, the biggest, what do you think leads to cheating? What do you think is the biggest, like, cause? Silence. Self, self-control. So you see that silence? Lack of self control, and I and like I said, I was gonna. I'm I'm like, well, what do you mean by silence? Normally, uh, when you get so comfortable with each other, I think, I think, communication, right? Mm-hmm. Communication was, is yeah. so. Uh, it's like a vague term to me. Like, what exactly is communication? Some mm-hmm. people just think it's just outright you just talking, right? Sometimes people communicate through their actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, through uh, little, you know, little little things that they do that ne- that doesn't necessarily translate into words, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of couples when they get uh, when they have so much time together, um, you expect the other you you, ex- you expect your partner to know how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. And both of y'all kind of <laughs> just end up suffering in silence until somebody decides to reach out or take advantage of a moment. And then that's when it just yep crumbles. I was gonna I like I'm agree with you. I, that's one of the things I was gonna say is communication. That's really the mm-hmm. to me is the biggest thing, and um and all of it. You know because if you learn how to just talk to your significant other, like I'm in a crazy place. My daughter's 17. She's starting to talk, date, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So it's to have my my you know my experiences with my wife and and have her understand going into her relationship to have like hey communicate talk before you go into this relationship let them know what you're looking for mm-hmm. you know it, it, hey we're gonna be exclusive this this is it like you gotta let people know mm-hmm. that's communication because when you don't communicate you said self control mm-hmm. I still think it start with the communication because. The self-control kick in after you ain't able to communicate and get what you're trying to, you know, say to yeah. your significant other. Right. So I think communication is like the biggest thing that leads to cheating. And that's when that work wife, work husband, all that, because you you other, you other places talking yeah. about your house because you can't communicate with your significant other. Yeah. Mm. No, and that's, and that's the biggest thing that I feel like it is because when you love each other, but you can't talk about something that might feel negative. Yeah. Or, or you might, I don't want to put you down, you know, or, you, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be kind of hard. Definitely. And and if it's, say it is something about sex or say, it, you know, it's a difficult, you know, topic to talk about, yeah. you know, but you in that space. And that's why I say communication is big because we got to be in a place where, like, you know, as adults, mm-hmm. we can have these open conversations with our significant other. Like, hey, we should do this more or let's go out and take more trip like you got to communicate because yeah. you said silence that's communication but with actions that's communication yeah you know because if you if we know when our wives is mad right yeah. mm-hmm. like it, it's a it's a certain action you see at the house and mm-hmm. you're like man you know you already know i Same think one part of, and one part of communication we'll never talk about is becoming better listeners 
But no we're always taught to speak right. it out, but we never taught to become better listeners. Yeah. So that's something that we have to work on a lot. Now what about ism, Ken? Is, it's a, is, it's a uh, motherfucker. Oh my God, man. Oh, it man. is fucking um, exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you, you're you trying to get something out and you're trying to say how you feel, and then it's, well, what about? Mm-hmm. That shit is exhausting. And mm-hmm. that could just lead to, man, you know what? It ain't even worth. Yep. It ain't even really worth talking about. You know what I mean? It's, it's a these, distraction. It's these things that lead up to that big moment. It's never just communication, though. I'm jumping out. And yep. It's 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 the it's the little moments that you know, um, because we're men. You know, we're men here. Um, it's those little moments that that we go through mm-hmm. that often lead up to that big. And then they be sitting back wondering, like, well, what, what did happened? I do? And it's like, right. You know. Yep. I mean, I, one thing that I suggest to all the brothers out there listening is communicate, like, frequently. Like, no matter what it is, talk about it. You know, because if you let it boil over to something else, you know, bigger than, like, mm-hmm. what it was at that yeah. particular time, mm-hmm. it's going to, like you said, the whatabouts is going to happen. Yeah. And then you just got to get into a space where you, let's talk about everything. So you don't have that no more. So like you know, if there is another time that you you know get into it with your spouse and everything, the well, what about? Let's talk about everything right now. Yeah. You know, let's put everything on the table. Finances, this, this, because you that that's just the way that you got to do it. Because when we walk away from this, we got to have a clear understanding of where we're going. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the problem with a lot of people in marriages. They don't know where they're going yeah. with the marriage. after you get married, what do we do? Yeah. That, like what do we build towards? Like, so what are we how, doing? How, when you were with uh when you were prior to getting married, how long were you with your wife? Three years. So we got married on our third year anniversary. Three? Which is next week actually. I've been with mom, but it was in high school. So I was uh we got married. So man, it was man. So we've been married twelve years. Uh high school, twenty seven. Hey man, yeah, we was yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll say ours was eight. We that was together, together eight, eight years. years before we we made that big step, right? Mm-hmm. And the and the reason, um, you know, with the conversation we have it now, you know, what I mean, I think I feel like marriage. Uh, now that I'm on the other side of the fence, I feel like marriage has been turned into a uh, a social move. It has, right? It's, it's from day one, it's been like you you're you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, mm. but. What I'm starting to see now, man, and, and why I feel like it's so much, it takes so much time to learn, not just you, but y'all as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you start, you get, you, you get, if I feel like you get married, say a couple gets married a couple years in, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but then they find out they're not compatible. Right. Mm. Not just in a, uh, in, uh, from a relationship term, like, uh, perspective mm-hmm. y'all are not compatible financially y'all are not compatible sexually mm-hmm. y'all are not uh compatible from uh a parental side of things those things can fuck some shit up i'm witnessing that right now big time i'm witnessing that right now from a, a relationship got married too fast and now it's panning out it ain't compatible and they got to figure it out Dissolve it, one of the two. But it's, it's yeah, a, it's a that sucks. Man. Watch, yeah, it is. Like, cause uh, for me, me and my wife was together. Uh, like I said, ninety seven. We got married uh, 20, 2011, Right, well, my son. So we uh, right around that time, uh, we wasn't always just straight through together. 
You see what I'm saying? So that's the the misconception sometimes. You know, we had our times where we had our fights and yeah. breakups and and we separating for six, seven months at a time and you do what you do. Mm. You know, but uh I think those times too had also taught me a lot about myself as well. And it brought a lot of value to my wife as well, too. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that separation point. You was a wild boy. Yeah. You <laughs> was a wild boy. Hey. I'm telling you, hey, Cause man. I was the single friend that was the whole bag, and, man. And 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 then I had, like I said, I had my, I was in that zone. Like I ain't never been single like that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, let me, let me see what it, see what's up. So I'm out just, just, just in the streets. But then I start mm. to understand too, just the value in who my wife was. I'm just like, yo, man, let me just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah, let mm -hmm. me just, yeah, let me chill out, cause uh, it always got to that point where I'm trying to be, trying to be cool. Yeah. And they trying to pursue relationships with me. And I'm like, man, if I want a relationship, I'm just going to go back to, you know, right. over yeah. here, man. Because I had already knew, like, yeah, no, nah, that's, <laughs> that's where it's at. So, yeah. yeah, for me, it was a little bit different, man. So, but yeah, man, I, I, I haven't seen um, mm. too many people get married too fast. You know, because your time is your time, man. Yeah. I just think that, uh, you know, uh, I have seen people, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if men do the marriage for that reason. I think it's more of a of a woman thing. I haven't seen like a man, you know, a man. You know, I've always seen it from a woman's standpoint, pressing about being married, about you know doing the whole wedding thing yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, and it's and it's nothing wrong with that because you should want to experience that, yeah. you know, as a woman, you know. But I think more or less like. I think women might. I don't know, man. We gotta ask some women, cause yeah. I, I don't know, man. Cause like if we can't be Look biased, so women, man. <laughs> they got married out here. You know, it's Vegas. You can get married in the drive through. So they did yeah. one of them things. Maybe like eight. It was less than eight months they was together. Jeez. And then they got married and just watching everything just unfold. And it's just learning. They have to learn each other. And I think what they learning, the other person don't like about that person, and vice versa. And it's just it's entertainment. Yeah, you know, it's entertainment. They ask for our advice, we give yeah. it to them, and take it how you go. It takes a long time, man. It really it takes a long time to learn somebody, and mm -hmm. I feel like, um, I, I, you know, speaking for myself, you know, um, this one right here, I kind of rolled out until I was like, you know what, okay, but I feel like men don't, we don't really do the work outside of loving her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We don't Expand do any on work. That. We don't really do any work. Like when we talk about the. You know, compatibility over time. Right. We don't do any of that. We just feel like, well, we because we love her, mm. um, and we may have you know children by her. We're going to, you know, we're going to marry her. But what about these other things that can often lead up to I'm miserable, mm. and now I'm getting divorced. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we do that. We get married. We make this huge step because of love. And I don't know. If that is enough today. What, just marry out of love? Yeah. No, it's not. I think it's, you're supposed to marry. I think, Sean O's opinion, you marry <laughs> out of duty. I think it's an obligation. Mm. It's a level of accountability that you have to have being married. And I think a lot of people don't want to have that role and have that position and have that responsibility of being married because that comes with a lot of things. Hey, and I'm going to co-sign that because what was so crazy was around 2010, like around that time, I started reading the Bible, doing all that stuff, and then my mom always, because I've been with my wife since high school, yeah. so she was, you know, staying the night. Y'all can't sleep in the same bed, like y'all unless y'all married type of stuff. So come from that that upbringing, and I know, like to be honest with you, 
after my wife, I'm sitting here, we had my son. And I'm sitting here like, bro, you wrong. You wrong. This wife, this this woman over here, I gave you three kids. Do, do, you got to do right, bro. You got to do right. And that's when the mindset actually changed for me. You can so, procreate and share kids with them, but you don't want to share the last name yeah, with them. Yeah, like, and, that, and that was and that like, was kind of the thing. I said, yeah. I, I need to make her an honest woman, you know, because I, I don't want her looking at, you know, people looking at her a certain way. Yeah. You know, and this is just my opinion. I'm like, like let, let's just make it, you know, official. Let's just do this right. And so when we did the drive through thing, like I said, my commitment was a little bit different walking yeah. into the marriage because I was like, right, the obligation and duty. Yeah. I, like, I got to be this person. Now I got to be a representation of a husband and a man for my daughters and for my son. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Because it, everything changed now. So like, and then, you know, trials, tribulations and stuff go, go throughout your marriage. That's why, you know, you just got to grow through it. But yeah. yeah, man, like that, that was for me. And my, you know, I was like walking into it like, hey, I need to make, you know, besides the love I have for my for my wife, it was just like, you know what, I want her to have that respect, you know, that she has a husband, yeah. you know, with a, you know, that's the father of my kids, but that's also my husband, yeah. you know, get that stigma off of her, you know, because it's so many, you know, women walking around that we know with that, you know, with that, uh, that stigma on yeah. them like that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted, I didn't want her to be us engaged and she got three kids. It's like, okay, let's go yeah. ahead and just make it official. In 2023, right? Mm -hmm. And um, shout out to you, y'all still, y'all got old school foundation, man. They, oh, you know, yeah. they call that old money, yeah. right? In 2023, should a man make the step to get married because he feels obligated? I say no. No. I'm going to say to all my black men or just men listening, the husbands, that, that the, the soon-to-be husbands, don't get married until you got your stuff together, bro. Like, have your life in order. Have a direction. Like, have some real goals, something tangible that you're can that you pursuing, that you that you know that you can actually build and, and, and lay a good foundation on. Just because you're in a relationship with a person yeah. and y'all in love, make sure you got your stuff together. Cause, you know, cause that, cause marriages are like it's combining things. I still talk to people now about we we, mm -hmm. got, we had this conversation. Like mm -hmm. my money, me and my wife got the same bank account. You see what I'm saying? So it, it ain't it ain't nothing like so. Yeah. That's the that's a big that's a big right. thing yeah. for people. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you see, it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a big trust thing. You see what I'm saying? Look, look why y'all both? Man, look, God bless. To each his own, man. To each his to own. To each his own, boy. To each his own. That's the boy. But you're right. Be ready to take on that responsibility and that level of commitment because it's a lot that comes with it. But once you figure it out, and it's easy once you figure it out, but it's just going through the process of learning it and understanding it and having a foundation and the rules that you both got to go by. But once you set that in stone and it's understandable on both sides, it's easy. Yeah. Do y'all feel like the, the term... Um, Head of household still means the same as it once Hell, did. Fuck yeah, it do. <laughs> Especially when I file taxes. Shoot. It means a lot because, I mean, somebody have to lead, somebody have to follow. Yeah. She, the woman, I, the logic is the woman is over the kids, the man is over the woman, and the man is under God. So go God, husband, wife, kids in that order. Everybody look up. Mm. Mm. Why could that be wrong? 
So you the head of the household over there? Yeah. So I run a, I run a benevolent dictatorship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call benevolent sis. Big call her. Dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I do the 80 20 rule. 80% of the hey, time, I'm not, she hey, can have her way. But when me, I want my 20%, I just want my 20%. Let, let, me, mm-hmm. let, me, let me not be like my brother Flip and be, uh, be petty. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to call. I'm going to say, uh, it depends, man. Um, head of household, I, I, I carry that role with me because. Uh, I make all the decisions at the house. It's just how I go. And I take on a responsibility to that, you know, because like I said, everybody depends on me at the house. Because, you know, yeah. he don't have kids at his house. It's a different, yeah. Yeah. So it's a different yeah. dynamic, you know, over there. So with me, it's got to, I do, it ain't, it ain't to the point where what I say go, it ain't that type of like dictatorship. They probably never get to that though, because yeah. she kind of makes sure everything is she the vice yeah. president, you the president. Yeah, ain't no two everybody, presidents. Ain't no two kings. Everybody, but like you said, but yeah. like I always said this too. Like I was saying, everybody know they roll. Once everybody know they roll, you 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 good to go. If you, because that's what the head of the like the head of the household is. What though? What is the head of the household? Like what? What's that? What's considered the head of the household? The leader that takes the final decisions on something, especially the major things. A lot of the things that she made decisions on be minor to me. I don't care about how the house look or none of that. But the bills got to get paid. I gotta make sure we have a, a roof over our head. I gotta make sure we have cars, you know, stuff like that. But if she makes a decision, I don't think it's right. Then I step in and correct her. But for the most part, do your thing. So, as the head of household, are you? How do you handle your wife practicing discernment and challenging you? Uh, if it's I, look, I gauge how big of a situation is it. If it's not that big, I don't even argue it. But if it's something big, like I stand on it, and because half the most of the time I don't step in like that, she knows if I'm making an argument or push for it. Yeah, she kind of like, all right, I'll listen to you. Yeah. Because most men are egotistical. My twenty percent. Most men are very egotistical, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, um, you know, shout out to those that go to church, but a lot of Bible thumpers people are manipulate outrageous, that Bible boy. right? Yeah, from a men. Yeah, right. So. Sometimes, um, you know, through my experience, and I even say my, myself sometimes, sometimes the decisions we make are about us. I mean, about me and not us. Mm-hmm. Or my family, right? Yeah. So what happens when your wife notices this and start pushing back on it? Because at this point, she is practicing discernment. Like, this is not a good decision. Us. If we're going to talk about it and bring the Bible in, let's just go all the way to the beginning. God talked to Adam. God didn't talk to Eve. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're going to bring religion in. Let's, let's go all the way back. Yeah. God did not talk to Eve. Amen. <laughs> what, I, what I like to do, too, is uh, what I like to do is if there's any, if there's any like, challenge I want to. I'm. I'm the, I'm the type of person that say, "All right, we'll see. Mm. We'll see," because at, life will show you better than I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's 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 that old wisdom right there. Yeah. Because hey, I've already thought about this mm-hmm. ten thousand times how I can go. Yep. And that's one of them potentials. But I, right. I do that. Let them. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And when they go through it and realize it don't work, then you just you that because that that's my method. So that's my method because mm-hmm. you know. A hard, what is it? A hard head make a soft okay. ass, man. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you you yeah. thought that, you know, because it's the same way, man. I think a lot of times, man, like I learned it that way, yeah. thinking that I'm 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 out foxing and outsmarting and nah, yeah. and like you said, like 
I learned and lost, almost lost everything. So that's why I had to make sure that, nah, so when certain things come to me and there's a real pushback, I, you know, I, you know, and this happened to me. She, I've been on oh, stand, go home on something, and she's like, "Okay, go ahead." And then it don't work, and then she's like, "I told you," mm. and I got to sit there and eat crumb. Mm, eat that. Yeah, yep. got to eat that. Um, man, you know the head of household thing really doesn't mean much to me these days. I'm more, I, you know, uh, from a basketball perspective, right? I'm gonna put this in basketball terms. I like the Spurs, right? Sorry to hear that. <laughs> you know, the Spurs are my boys, man. But um, I'm okay with being like I'm okay with being Tim Duncan. You know what I mean? Some I'll do the I'll do the dirty work. I can be the great, but I'm more interested in having a well-oiled machine. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I'm not, what happens? Because usually, what happens, man? Um, unfortunately, is like if if everything if my if my hands are in everything. Mm-hmm. And all the decisions run through me. It's the end all be all when it comes to me. Well, what happens when I'm not around? My family not prepared. True. That's understandable. That's understandable. So even when I'm not around, we can be great as a family together. Um, and when I'm around, yeah, you know, I step in, you you got to, you know, you make the decisions and the moves or whatever. But when I'm not around, I still want my family to operate. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. When my when my wife is going through whatever kind of emergencies, I I would I'm comfortable in knowing that I don't have to drop everything. Right. And go go handle that. You right. know what I mean? The the you know, babe, I had it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of flat on the freeway, but I took care of it. There was a light missing. All right, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a man, you know, um, I'm helping, or you know, I'm helping, and I'm doing shit around the house that they would feel that most people would feel like are womanly duties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just whatever I got to do to keep my household just moving. Yeah, right, right. That's what I'm more comfortable with. That's that's the head of the household. Everything's still like like you're still you're setting the environment at the house. You still everything still goes by you because. You you know like you said I'm doing this because like I said with me I'm hands on with everything yeah everything that's go that go on at the crib and stuff like I I bring it to to that attention like my kids come to me all the time and I have the same mindset that you have to the point where I'm I'm trying to reach more into my kids to see what they're trying to do so I can get them there because mm-hmm. I, I know the experience that I got you know the expertise I got if I'm not hands on and I'm not trying to be kids gonna take it at their pace. Mm-hmm. And they and they ain't gonna go at that pace. Even with my wife, it's like now I know in order for the family to move a certain way, I gotta push people this way. Hey, you gotta go back to school. Hey, you doing real estate? You doing this? You doing this? Because yeah. I just start to understand hanging around my other friends who were my parents were more established. That's what they did with their kids. They pushed them in a direction like with us. It, it seemed like I don't and I don't want to say it's black parents, but I'm just a black kid. They allow us to dream. And try to figure it out. Going to Western High School, seeing some of my my white friends going around them hanging, in, they already had a plan. Yeah, they already had a plan for their kids. Oh, you going to be an accountant at BYU and like mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, but for us, it wasn't like that. We was oh, right you can go, you can go be in the NBA and you can, yeah. which is good. Yeah. But what's the plan B? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with me, that's kind of my approach because I allow my kids to dream, 
But while they're dreaming, I'm helping them build, hey, you got to be an entrepreneur. You got to own a business. I'm helping them come up with business plans and understanding the business model or how to sell stuff, how to do these things. Because it's like, hey, what I know, that's what I can pass on to you. Yeah. Because, you know, you the, the, that type of stuff, they'll be able to pass on to my, my grandkids, great-grandkids, and 10 generations down is the game. Yeah. You know, because that's really all that can stay is the game. Well, I mean, sometimes, man, um, you know, like I said, man, when you have a plan for you, you know, I, I get both sides of that situation. You know what I mean? When you have a when you have a plan for your kids, sometimes that's not within their universe, though. That's something that they don't want to right. to do. And from a parent's perspective, that's kind of heartbreaking because you've done all of this to put this together. But your kid want to go left. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now, you know, I'll, I'll have, you know, two 18-year-olds this year. I have one now. Mm -hmm. And my role has shifted again. You know what I mean? When they're little, I'm I'm like the disciplinarian, mm -hmm. right? And then as they, you know, teenage years, you, you kind of shift into, like, mentorship, right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm just watching. You yeah. know, sometimes because of social, you know, a lot of times because of social media, man, we got a lot of helicopter parenting. Yes. A lot. You know what I mean? And it's okay to want to have your hands in everything your kids do as they get older. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when they do get older, now they don't they don't know how to guide themselves through life because they don't have no life lessons. Right, true. You know, so now I'm more with with with, with my 18-year-olds, man, I'm more so watching and I, and I'm and I'm here for you know, I'm here for advice, but kind of got to be hands off these days. You know what I mean? You gotta, so you gotta learn it. So, do you step in before the lesson, or do you let the lesson tap them like on the butt? Depends on how severe the lesson is. But sometimes, you know, sometimes the lesson has to be taught. I'm, I'm all here for you know, I'm all here for wisdom. You know what I mean? Um, some things you don't need to experience to know the, the lesson behind right. it, right? But a lot of things, sometimes it's like, well, what good is the wisdom if I ain't ever experienced it? So I can sit up here and tell you, make sure your bills are paid. Make sure this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't learn that lesson until they come take your shit. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it depends on it depends on how severe it is. But right now I'm like I'm like watching because I I've seen um and I know and we all know some grown ass kids. Amen. And that's because their parents had their hands on them until they threw their hands up. Yep. Mm. They don't they don't have no life, they don't know any life lessons. They yep. just the only thing adult about them is their age. Real talk. And that's what I'm afraid of. I don't want that to happen. I like I said, I think too, it's the parenting approach. I'm not, you know, taking the bread out and making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my kids and stuff like that. Like even now when it comes to cooking, yeah. like with, with Legend, he's 12 mm -hmm. and he's coming in there, hey man, you finna cook yourself, bro. Mm. Dad, can you? No. Mm. You finna come cook and you finna come in here and do that. Mm. Same thing with my daughters. Hey, y'all finna, but like it's, it's that type of thing. Like figure it out. They come in there with the homework. Hey man, figure it out. Don't bother me. And they come like when you get to the point where you can't figure it out, yeah. then that's when you come mm. to me, you know. And, and that's the point. But even yeah, like with my daughter, uh, my 
my uh my 17 year old i try to be uh i'm i'm I, i'm i'm the same i watch but it's it's more or less too but you know i try to make sure i'm coaching throughout the process yeah. okay. you know like i'm i'm not just standing back and letting her just because those type of life lessons i i, I know can be very detrimental to a person because mm-hmm. you know they can take that experience and hang on to it for that's a lifeline a you know so if i and and we I know a bunch of, you know, just people who deal with past trauma like that from just childhood stuff. Mm-hmm. They still holding on it yeah. to, to today. Mm-hmm. I'm not successful because this happened to me at, man, that was 22 years ago. Got but they that, still, yeah. but that that's the yeah. mentality of a lot of stuff, man, because uh, you look at it that way, you know, you be in these bad situations, it'll, yeah. it'll stop you from being confident. No, this is a fact. You know? This is a fact. Um, you don't have any yet. Not that I know of. <laughs> so, what was your, uh, your? How did you get your 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 life lessons and experience through childhood uh, up until uh, your adulthood? I'm a hybrid. My my parents divorced when I was five, so I lived with my grandparents from five to fourteen. So I lived with my mom from fourteen to eighteen, and then it's different because. People be like, yeah, your mom raised you. She really kind of did, but didn't at the same time. Because when I got to her, I was in middle school by then. So, like, learning how to cook, I don't know how to cook. She never taught me how to cook. She was always the parent, I'm going to cook for you. So then as I got grown, and ultimately I could learn if I want to, but it's like, I'm not dealing with that. She just always told me, <laughs> keep some money in your pocket, you'll always eat. Yeah. So I think that first, and that just carries on me through life. So I'm that grown adult that don't know how to cook. I had to marry oh, somebody mm. that knew how to cook. My wife barbecues. I don't I mm. could barbecue if I would get to it, but I don't want to. Yeah. I let her do it. But then I be feeling like incompetent, like, man, I can't cook for shit. But she be talking shit like, you ain't going to never cook. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not. That's not me. But the life lessons I've learned was just just work, man. You just have to work and just keep freaking money in your pocket at all times. That's a fact. And, that's, and maybe I'm a workaholic, but then it, it kind of hindered me dreaming. The dreams and aspirations of things I wanted to do. Mm. You know, kind of like, well, I got to pay the bills. I got to worry about my right nows. I can't worry about the dreams. Yeah. So it kind of pigeonholed me in a certain way. And I think because I don't have any kids, I can move a lot more freelier than a lot of other people. So when it comes to like adulthood, I'm looking at my father. My father lives with us. I'm looking at how he lives. He's one of those people that everything was given to him. He don't work to earn for himself. And I'm seeing how that's playing out with him at an older age. And my mom always just told me, don't be like that. Don't be like that. Don't be like mm. that. And I never saw it. But now I'm witnessing it in real life. And I'm like, that's what she was talking about. So I have like a senior citizen kid with me. Mm. And I'm like, man, that's because he never went out to get it himself. He never went out to do it and sustain it. Yeah. So even when he won custody of me, he pawned me on his parents. So I seen my grandparents, and I think that's probably one of the reasons I have a, a certain level of respect for marriage. They were married for 50 years. So I was raised in two-parent home. Plus, they're the silent generation in Alabama. They were born in mm. the 1920s in Alabama. So the whole black first thing and all of that, yeah. and family, family structure and all that, I, that really holds a value to me. Mm. And I think that's it's different on the West because we don't see a lot of that. Yeah. Now there's a younger generation. They rarely see like a black loving family. They, a lot of them weren't raised in that household. So how can they have an idea of that if they don't see it? This is, ooh, yeah. oh. this is a fact. That's what he said though. My parents still. My parents are still married. Like so. Like and like one or two friends I got who parents, parents still married. married. Like, yeah. You know, forty over forty years. So that's where I come from. So with my mom raising me, it was totally different. Like, she raised me to not depend on a woman. So that was kind of how, like, you know, I know how to cook, 
wash clothes. Like you said, all this stuff that you be saying, like, oh nah, it was it was but then as I as I got older too, I was happy that my mom did that because it was just the necessity uh, in living and being a clean individual and, and that type of stuff because she just raised me to be a clean, respectable young man by instilling these type of things and how to cook, take the trash out, clean your room, make your bed, do like the different stuff mm -hmm. like that that you carry on to adulthood that creates successful habits because a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't get up and make their bed in the morning today. That's why a lot of people, you know, it's a, it's the small stuff that create. You, you know too? these habits. Look, nah, you see what I'm saying? Bed, yeah, but but it, <laughs> but it it yeah, but it, 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 it go on that though. But yeah. you know, it, it's a mindset too. You know, so uh, and, and like I said, me for when I grow up, I just want to be able to pass that. Same thing with my son. This is like he ain't listening though. Yeah. So it's just like, and that's the one thing I'm 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 seeing now. Like my wife got to talk to him because it, it's just like I'm not getting through to my son. But my wife say something to him, yeah. he get up and get it done right away. Get up and get that room. I could, hey, nigga, you good. Yeah. She coming there, get this room. He ain't about to cry. I'm like, okay. So I, I got to figure out. So now with my wife, I, I got to kind of coach her on what to tell him mm -hmm. about, about certain things. Yeah. Because, you know, I, when I tell him some stuff, it, it, it come off a certain way. Because, you know, like, it just, that's why I would say it, it's that man stuff. Like man yeah. to man. In yeah, the like, household, you delegate yeah, tasks. Yeah, I'm, because I, I, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a straight, I'm a straight fact shooter. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't, I don't play games with my kids. They come, I am, my, hey, that's a fact. Was yeah. your homework supposed to be done at this yeah. time? You knew about it. I don't want to hear it. Leave the excuses because that's what they tell you at your job. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what they're gonna tell you at your job, right? That's what they're gonna tell yeah. you when, when, when your bills and when your, the light get cut off. You can't call them with no excuse yeah. and say, I, I, nah, you can't. Yeah. See, see, I, I want to shout out. You know, shout out to you, your marriage. You know, and that's the one thing, um, you know, with my mom and dad, man. My mom and dad was married for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the one thing that was, I did notice. Like, you know, normally with with kids, you know, if the marriage ain't, if the marriage or the relationship isn't solid, it's easier for the kids to manipulate a situation. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And sometimes, like, you know, the dad is the straight shooter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know what? So I can finagle this a little bit, so I can finesse this a little bit. I'm gonna go to mom's, yep. and so it becomes almost like a good cop, bad cop situation. Well, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go to her because I know this is this gonna be a nicer situation. Mm -hmm. With my parents, you couldn't do you. We couldn't do that. You know why? They, they were too solid. Communication. They were too solid. Yeah. You know my what kids, mean? my kids can't play that with us either. You know, and, and I think a lot of times too, communication and. and when, when my wife, that's the only time we be tripping is when my wife withholds something from me about the kids, mm. and then they come out. Yeah, and then that's when I have a problem. You know, and, you know. You have any siblings? Yeah, I got uh, two sisters and a brother. The youngest one, did they get a little bit more leeway towards the youngest one, or were they more stricter on you because you were the oldest? They had to get leeway, man. Dealing with spits, man. Like, <laughs> I want to say I. Leeway from a op, from the opposite perspective, like you know, my pops was always like, "I'm here for you," mm -hmm. but if you can't do, if you don't want to do right, you don't have to be here. And I took that literally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you leave the house when you out there by yourself. 
you know, of course, you know, you you go to you got family and you go from house to house, shit like that. Mm-hmm. When you when you out there by yourself, you start to understand real fast how fucking serious mm-hmm. life can get. Real quick. fast, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, with my siblings, it was more. They got a different version of my parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so my parents were more hands on with them, but okay. they don't have the independence that I have. Gotcha. I'd say. Um, so I, I think a, a, a nice healthy balance is nice, mm-hmm. but you don't want to. I feel like if you're too hands on, you're not letting them, you're not letting them see enough. And when they out on their own, it get ugly fast. I just think I just think it depends on the person, man. Like because I come from a family of uh, a family of five, so and four sisters, and everybody everybody different. You know, like you say, even with my like my my youngest sister, like she's growing and doing what she. But that's her pace. You know, that's that's the pace that she that that some people just grow at. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like for me, I when I was out, I was just out with my friends doing what I was doing. You know, but what actually helped me mature was when I got to high school, being in you know M fives and that still, you know, you know all that. So when I got there, I I started doing. Vice president work, starting learning how to do fundraisers, learn how to throw like organ uh, events and you know order all this stuff. So it prepared me for where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just the young independence thing that was just because of who I was around. You know, just the kind of people I was around because your friends and everything else have an influence on you. Because mm-hmm. I'm That's hanging bad. out with him. He, you know, he's he's an entrepreneur. He's a hustler. You know, all my friends are hustlers like that. So we just come from that part, like. I don't want my my parents are working for it, but we we finna shoot dice, we finna do, we yeah. finna piece up, we finna do something, mm-hmm. you know, to figure it out. So just think it depends on the person, man, because you can see two two households, and you can see one successful person, and then one person just ain't nothing. Well, you can see just, one household, and six people come out the same household, and all six of them move different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we get up out of here, real quick, mm-hmm. do y'all remember the age you were when your parents became the least influential? In your universe, for my dad, I was fifteen. My mom, when she came back from prison, how old were you then? So I was she. She went in. I graduated high school. She went in like thirty days after that. She did a year and a half. So I was like nineteen, nineteen going on maybe twenty. Mm, okay, and just watching her. Try to regroup life after that, and I've already been school working, promoted management, some more stuff. So just we were just moving different. So everything she was telling me was it wasn't clicking because the results was yeah. different. Three. Uh, I've been, I don't know, I've been that way my whole life, man. I've been a results person, man, because I've, mm. I've been, I've been that way with with, with my parents, man, and it, it, to a fault, it. it it just depends on how you look at it. Cause my mom, she always pushed me to graduate from from college, and I was like, you ain't graduate. You ain't go to college. Like, how you gonna push me to do something? Yeah. And but sometimes they be right with, with what they be doing. Like you said, it might not click, but it do make sense because yeah. today, you know, certain barriers, you know, that if I did just finish and get my degree when I was in college, yeah. you know, I'd be I feel like you you can feel like you can be a lot further. But um, I don't know, man, that the streets had influenced my friends influenced me early, yeah. bro. So like my, my mom then was telling me not to do something and I was doing the opposite. So yeah. I think that was just growing up on the west side, man. You know, but I Knew what not to do, not to get killed by my parents. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a fact. That's man. a fact. But I, I, even for me, man, it was early. It was early really? where, yeah, my my parents didn't 
the influence. You know, you don't want to get in trouble. You don't yeah. want to be on, you know what I mean? You kind of, I want to say, feared the, like, I hate being on restriction. I ain't getting in trouble, man. I ain't want to get no whooping and shit like mm-hmm. that. But as far as influence and what they could, you know, what they were saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, my dad was, you know, when my dad got out of prison, he was real, like, furious styles, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it didn't, what he used to, we used to have long talks. Well, he used to talk to me. Did he turn Muslim in there? No. Okay. No, hell no. My <laughs> <laughs> dad's whole family, Joe, was with us. <laughs> but, um, you know, the talks that he used to have with me, I still hold them dear to my heart. Now, right. I, didn't un- I didn't understand it then. I was in like middle school. Yeah. Middle school and shit like that, right? But mm-hmm. as far as pure influence, that was out early. It was more so, man, you know, again, you know, coming from how we grew up, I was always outside. I was always gone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't one that was un- underneath my parents like that. You know, I start, I stopped asking shit mm-hmm. with my parents at an early age, you know, a young age. So, yeah, I want to say probably middle school going into high school. So what was the influence then if it wasn't your parents? Music? Music, neighborhood. Friends, women, girls. At that time. Oh my God! They told you to get that tongue ring. <laughs> you gotta relax. Yeah. Uh, you you know I I never had to talk when the women thing. I never I we never had to talk about women. So when I turned, um, you know, of course you know about sex, you know all of those things. But when I became an infi is when, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to, oh man, like I, like I said, bro, I, I lost, fast. I lost my parents' influence early, just being around certain things in my neighborhood, like older kids seeing it. But like sixth grade, Gibson, oh, it was popping, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. At, yeah, anything that they told me was was in and out there. But like he was saying though, one of those influences was like big for us in middle school was music. Mm-hmm. And that music, when you listen to the dog pound, ain't no fun if the homies can't have yeah. all the oh, bro. And you and and you think cause that's where the influence cause you seeing them like ah that that's the cool people. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Like your parents, they was just working a regular job. That yeah. wasn't cool. That's why I say, man, you know the influence today, you know you got the raw ways, the NBA young boys, like social media. Yeah. You know, so I, I really feel, you know, of course, you know, we all we, we want to be there and you know, we don't want our kids to, you know, follow the footsteps we in, but I still remember, like, you know, we can do as much as we can, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, shit, this was a good one, man. Yeah, this was oh, a yeah, good man. one, man. Yeah. Hey, next week, we up out of here. Peace. <laughs>